When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Last of Us review. <laughs> Last of Us stuff. I don't think we're in that kind of Western anymore, dude. Are they in like Boston? That's right, Boston, Massachusetts, where we like two things: steak and pussy. Uh, oh, oh, I'll inappropriate be your for this episode, sir. Inappropriate. <laughs> I forgot about the molestation. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did forgot. that happen? Did that happen in the game? I couldn't remember if he went after Ellie for that same. Yeah, I don't okay. remember it exactly. I just remember that her um getting molested was definitely on the table. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, Kelsey Balls needed to go make wee and then get herself a snack because despite. Okay. Her dieting, she feels it's necessary to eat a snack at 10.30 at night. 10.30? Yeah, dude. I did the math. That's what it is at her oh, time. Oh, you guys are one hour behind? She's one hour behind. I'm two. Oh, okay. Yeah, dog. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, dear listener, last episode. Well, so here for free feeds, this is going to come out after the thing. No, this will come out first. Then the thing that we just did is going to come out next. But in the thing that you'll hear in the future... <laughs> If that doesn't <laughs> fuck your brain up or not. Uh, we found out that when I go, I don't know. It really fucks with Vex's cats. They lose their shit. They go cuckoo bananas. <sighs> and I have been using and abusing that power. Yeah, clearly. Who's abusing what power? You already know. Me getting a snack? I already gave you shit for that. <laughs> You know me so well. <laughs> oh. No, when we go, well, I don't know. And now it's driving Vex's cats nuts. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Good times. But hey, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about the last of us. Dooby doo. Kelsey's sound effects are very low. You have to listen very they're, intently. No, I think they're fine. They're up Perfect. as loud as they'll fucking go. I can't turn them up any louder. Have you that. listened to the playback? Yeah, I don't know why it does that. It's very quiet. It is very quiet, but I turned it up. I, seriously, all the knobs are on max, and when I recorded it, my phone was on max. Well, you all can the turn knobs up. Are on max. <laughs> hey, Kelsey, let's try something real quick. Where the hood, where the hood, where the hood at? <laughs> now, Vex, your turn. Where the hood, where the hood, where the hood at? <laughs> now, that's correct. Kelsey, you just sound like a little wiener dog that's been left out in the rain. You're going to get pounced on by an owl any moment now. Um, Not Vexy Electronica. She sounds like a fucking junkyard dog banged a grizzly bear and had, that's its pup. Oh. I know. That's, um, that's, a, that's an aggressive image right there. Yeah, well, that's what that is. Well, who do you think would be on? <laughs> <laughs> who do you think would be on top? The bear or the dog? The dog. You think Especially the dog if it's would your like dog? <laughs> if it's your dog, yeah. 
Dude, that is true. My dog will fucking lunge into the air and grip <laughs> onto whatever it's lunged at and just start thrusting. He may be tiny, but he... His sex drive ain't. Yeah. Because <laughs> my parents have two Bernese Mountain Dogs, and any time one of them turns their back, Starsky's just like, game on. <laughs> He's just like stuck to them like velcro just like ah yeah i got you <laughs> i'm gonna Ew. get you pregnant it, what that's what it's like man <laughs> um it's good time. last of us speaking <laughs> of unwanted sexual advances oh that was a horrible segue <laughs> yeah that was fucking gross <laughs> the last of us episode eight the one where are things we, get are more Are we talking like Southerners now for the rest of this episode? Is that was, is that what's happening? That's a hundred percent correct. Oh wow! Right, I, I love how only one of us lives in the South, and it's the one of us with the worst Southern accent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kelsey's like, "Good and talk. How are you doing?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> By the way, I took a quiz today about how Southern I am, and apparently, according to that quiz, I'm born and bred Southern. Yeah, that that tracks. Uh huh. <laughs> You're like super misogynistic. You <laughs> you think people need to touch grass? The nerdy stuff is where I I you lose me. You cool with rattlesnakes? Yes. You cool yes, with gators? I am very cool with gators. Yes, I yes oh, I fuck am. That. Fuck all that. Kelsey, can you tell us about the beginning of this episode, but do it in your most southern accent? <laughs> oh dear God. Well, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. Yes, you can. It's okay, darling. You can do it. <laughs> this is podcasting gold. You must persist. Okay. I do believe. Well, <laughs> all right then. So, episode eight. <laughs> it's not bad. It's gotten much better in like four words. Begins. When. Oh, God. <clears throat> A gentleman whose name is David. She sounds like a whorehouse madam about to laugh. That's what she sounds like. He's teaching his congregation about Revelation 21 (laughs) in which uh, speaks of a new new heaven where there will be no sorrow and uh, (laughs) as we (laughs) God, I can't. I can't do it. I just don't think she's built for this kind of life. That's all. Can you just try to do it a little bit quicker? It seems like you're just saying. It's just so uncomfortable. You sound like an inbred Eddie. That's what you sound like right now. I think she sounds great. She sounds like Paula Dean, but she's got pancake batter stuck to the roof of her mouth. Oh, (laughs) that's a good comparison, honey. That that is that is spot on. (laughs) Bless your heart. Kelsey, bless your heart. <laughs> you lovable idiot. Oh, no. Would you bless your heart me? You son of a bitch. It's, <laughs> it's too late, honey. You've been blessed. <laughs> There's no taking that back. Well, <laughs> I declare. I do declare. <laughs> That's the Lord said. 
You're an asshole. <laughs> she she ain't wrong. She ain't wrong, sweetie. That's I'm aware on. that the Lord has called me an asshole. This is my senior quote in my yearbook. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. Dash the Lord. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Okay, so. This guy, David, is trying to talk about how there will be no tears in the new heaven that's coming to earth or whatever. And some girl's crying in the background. And he's like, now, now you shut the fuck up there, Mary. And she's like, my daddy just died. And he's like, her name was Hannah. Daddy. Her name was Hannah. Oh, her name was Hannah. Why does that matter? It matters know. because Hannah is another word for grace, apparently. And it was that guy that I watched that does the Easter eggs, he said that there's this, this huge complex. Like, I can't even repeat it. I, I'll try to repeat it. Just that, like, David is such a bad guy because he's offering to be people's, like, father, and fathers are supposed to t- protect people. And then here he is punishing this w- this girl named Hannah, and Hannah is code for grace. And it's like God is supposed to show you grace, and he is showing you punishment. So he's like Satan. It was a whole thing. <laughs> but that's why I remember oh. her name was Hannah. Okay, well, her name's <clears throat> Hannah, and she's crying because her dad died, and she wants to know when they're going to bury her dad, and he's like, basically, it's too cold. The ground is, you know, solid, so we're not going to be burying your dad until spring. Which is and true. context, it's wintertime. That's why the ground is too hard. Correct. <laughs> that is correct. It's summer, oh. and they're in Alabama, and they're like, <laughs> the ground's, the ground's too hard. <laughs> so, um, David leaves and he starts talking to his buddy James about how they don't have much food left and they they're gonna have to ration it and yada 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 and, and fun so, fact James is played by Troy Baker who is the voice of Joel in the game The Last of Us mm-hmm. and, and I had to I gotta say like I, I knew from the get-go I was like who is this man I recognize him and there you go. And that's Mr. Yiff was like, by the way, that was Troy Baker. And I was like, I knew it. I knew it. I, I knew it was him. Now, here's the funny thing. Now, you got me doing it. As in episode <laughs> one, I figured that maybe Troy Baker was going to make a cameo at some point and he's going to show up. So I was looking for him all through episode one. And then I completely forgot about that idea and I forgot to look for him. And then he shocked the hell out of you. Do you hear that, cat? Kelsey, oh, ready? Oh, Woo! Oh no! I turned the volume down, you sneaky motherfucker. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair deuce, fair deuce. Fine, fine. I so don't any- know what's bothering him. I'm a little scared now. Um, I'm a, I'm gonna have to see what this little pudding wants. It's most definitely a rapist outside her window. Mm. How dare you say that? A I hadn't even taken my headset off, and you said that. Oh shit! I should have waited one <laughs> moment more. Now, Vex, Vex, you listen here. It's just a rapey raccoon. That's all. Raccoons ain't too good at raping, not humans at least. Dogs, for sure. Uh, She gone. But not humans. I don't think that you need to be too worried. Fetch yourself a pickleball racket and have at that raccoon when he comes in there with his (laughs) raging. Oh, my God. (laughs) Raging raccoon boner. No. (laughs) I don't title these Last of Us reviews like with a with a title. I just call it the the eighty seven fifty reviews, the Last of Us episode, whatever. But if I were to title it, it would be titled "Raging Raccoon Boner." That would be just a a just perfect a sweet mint title. 
for this here episode. And then what I would do is I'd go over to my AI art app that I have on my phone and I would start typing in all sorts of nonsense trying to find the best picture or similar image to a raccoon with a boner coming through Vex Electronica's window. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, did you know that a raccoon's penis is actually forked two times? That's right. It's forked once going in two different opposite directions. And then each of those forks is forks again. What the fuck? <laughs> it's true. No, it ain't. <laughs> no, it fucking ain't. Why do you think there's so many raccoons? It's because they can bang four raccoon raccoonesses at once. Oh, my God. That That's a right. lot. That's a lot of raccoon. <laughs> now, I can see a bunch of raccoon penis bones. Because apparently that's the thing. I just Googled it, raccoon penis, and I ended up with a whole bunch of bones that people turn into earrings. <laughs> so you're welcome. You you're asshole. welcome, dear listener. Mother's Day is just around the corner, and I don't think anything <laughs> says I love you, mom, quite like raccoon boner earrings. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. So where does anyway, she keep going? It's stressing me out. She's feeding those fucking cats. She just fed them. Maybe she needs to flick the bean. I don't fucking know. Maybe she needs to flick the bean. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, so then um, this guy David and his right hand man James go hunting, and then it it goes over to Ellie, who is trying to nurse <clears throat> Joel back to health, and uh, she's like, "We're starving. We're I have like this tiny little chunk of fucking." food left and I need to go get some food so she's like I'm going to take this gun here along the wall and I'm going to go hunting so everybody in this episode has a bolt action rifle and I it's driving me insane because she grabs Joel's bolt action rifle which again Joel has been in contact with many different people who could have hooked him up with better guns especially when he was at Bill's house in episode 3 nah he still has a 44 magnum and a bolt action rifle what the actual fuck? Well, to to be fair, I mean, after they left Bill's house, they got ambushed by them folks in Kansas, lost their, their gear. In, and yet in he car. somehow managed to pick up another bolt action rifle. You know, I, this video game logic. <clears throat> lo, lo, oh, you turned British. Oh, yeah, shit. I did. I turned British for fucking sake. <laughs> video game logic. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, you were from the wrong country, eh? Go down, chop, chop, too. I'm, I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened there. I just, I went from Southern to British and I didn't even, I didn't even realise it. This is the most annoying review we've ever done. Tiddly twat. <laughs> Tiddly twat. <laughs> That's right, Governor. Tiddly twat. I, I deeply, deeply apologise for anyone who's going to listen to this episode. Well, now until we find another one, we're going to have to stick with these accents. Well, now you've turned Australian, mate. Oh, crikey. <laughs> well, at least it's not Italian. <laughs> Yet. Do you do All an right. Italian accent? Is that, do, you, do you have one of those? What, what's it sound like? I don't think I've ever done an Italian accent. <laughs> I've done Albanian. <laughs> What's an Albanian sound like? That's right. Albanian are people all that talk like this. And they love no, a marinara sauce. I think that's Italian. I think I'm not going to listen to some bitch from Canada telling me what's a what. 
So welcome to our Last of Us review, y'all. <laughs> Damn. This is some shenanigans sorry, up in here. Continue, please. All right. So Ellie goes hunting with his bolt action rifle and uh, she finds a deer and she shoots it, but it runs off. And so now she has to go track it down. Well, she and... hit it. Yeah, she hit it, but it ran off. Right. I agree yeah. with you, but it's important for you're telling the story. She hit the deer and the deer was like wounded, not instant kill. Insta kill. So it like ran Fatality. off into the woods. I thought Fatality. that was implied when I said she shot it. I but it ran shot off. At it. She shot it. And Vex. it ran off. Oh uh, no, I know who Vex is gonna fucking side with. Ugh, kangaroo court. Um, well, I would just like to point out that the deer got shot. Move <clears throat> on, please. All right. So. It would not be an 8750 review if we didn't dwell on the most obscure shit. <laughs> okay, okay, well, okay, the okay, the obscure shit we can dwell on here is okay, the, this is I just like to point out I think this is the best episode we've had of the show so far. Okay. Really? But even then, <clears throat> there's still so many glaring issues just in terms of consistency and character choices and, you know, plot in general. Yeah. Now, Again, one of the things that we they chose to gloss over, which, again, they could have drug out like they did all those other episodes, is developing that relationship between Joel and Ellie as they're traveling for three months alone. Yep. Once so, again, so uh, uh, hold on. We're on episode eight of this fucking thing. And most of the time that we've watched this show, it's been about completely different characters or it's been Joel and Ellie separated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sorry, do you hear my cat? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I'm really worried. I'm really worried right now. You're fine. If anybody was out there gonna do something, they'd have done it already. Jesus Christ, it's been three hours. What do you think? They're just out there in the fucking cold <laughs> waiting. Maybe. <clears throat> Maybe. Um, Grab your yeah, favorite firearm and or cutlery, and I got my close. bat with me. I got my bat with me. A bat is a bad choice. I could take a bat off of you in two seconds. That's true, but I mean, it's better than nothing. Um, anyways, sorry. So yeah, it's been where we still haven't really gotten again any relationship between Joel and Ellie, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this girl knows how to track deer. I mean, it's bleeding in the snow. Doesn't take a genius. But even before that, because we see her for a good like three, four minutes of screen time, just walking through the woods trying to track things. Here's what I like. She leaves the house with the gun and she's like pointing it around every corner. She's like checking around every single car. And then as soon as she gets like into the street, she just puts the gun on her shoulder and walks casually. It's like, wait a minute. What? What? <laughs> you're like all deathly afraid and then you get to the street and you're like fuck it and you just keep going also That's this it. episode seems to completely forget that like clickers and zombie apocalypse exists they don't give a fuck we'll get to it later but when they search the houses they get no shit so there could be infected anywhere mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a eh, plot doesn't need us to worry about zombies right now so we're not gonna Yep. pretty neat alright let me speed this up a little bit <laughs> so Ellie goes to track the deer, and guess who found it? It was uh, David and 
Troy Baker. They found the deer and they're looking at it. It's just Steve dead there. Troy Baker. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Mr. Baker, you survived? <laughs> Howdy, partner. <laughs> I'm Troy Baker. I do a really good Joker voice, but you wouldn't know that because nobody played Arkham Origins, even though it was fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, Mark Hamill does the voice of Joker in the Arkham City, like Ar- Batman Arkham games, yep, except yep. in Arkham Origin. He didn't want to mm-hmm. sign on for that one, so Troy Baker did it. And he fucking mm-hmm. nailed it. Um, I, I know Troy Baker from fucking, he voices Booker DeWitt in Bioshock Infinite. That's how sure I pronounce it. Yeah. That's, uh... Bioshock Infinite rules. Um, It's a good game, but in retrospect of the first two, it's a bad game. The first two? Yeah. You mean the second one that wasn't even made by fucking Ken Levine? No, the third one wasn't made by Ken Levine. No. Yes. The second one wasn't made by Ken Levine. Well, Give it a go. The third goose. one wasn't made by the Ken The third Levine. one was Bioshock Infinite, and it sure as shit was made by Ken Levine. It was not made by Ken Levine. Fucking Google it. Yuffie. What? You're like, I'm going to speed this up just a little bit and immediately 8750 it into <laughs> fucking oblivion. Hey, Kelsey. Hey, yeah. Come real close. Get real close up on that microphone. <laughs> no, you're going to fuck on me so hard. No, thank you. Come on. No. Come on. Oh, no. okay. You know what? Yeah, if you were right. You were right. I know I'm right. I'm sorry. And you're the one who considers yourself the video game nerd. I'm Interesting. Sorry. My my mistake. My mistake. But still, I find the Bioshock Infinite World. I like the world. I think the world is great. Did you like play the-, the DLC of Infinite? I did. Where you go down to uh Rapture? Yes. That's pretty dope, huh? Yeah, I, I trust me. I really, really enjoyed that game. I'm not saying it's a bad game. I'm just May saying, the circle in comparison to the first game. By and by. You can keep talking. Oh, bye. And bye. You remember that? Why, from the game? why would I want to keep talking over that beautiful voice of yours? <laughs> it is you, like you remember that from the game, though? I do. I do, my dear. I really do. Um, but uh, no, I'm just saying in, in retrospect, I don't. It's a good game. But when you put it in the Bioshock series, it's the weakest of the three. The one that wasn't made by the guy who had the ideas for the game is the weakest one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The second one. Again, so the, you know how we were talking about how you're a handsome guy? You're yeah. the average in a group of handsome men. This yeah. is Bioshock. Bioshock Infinite is still a good game in a group of good games. Hmm. <laughs> it's the same analogy. <laughs> All right. So anyway, Troy Baker and David have stumbled upon this deer and they're like, what the fuck? Look at this. This has been dropped right into our laps. Do you think anybody's around? And they're like, yeah, probably. Whoever probably shot this fucking thing is around. Am I right? And then Ellie sneaks up on him and is like, hey, drop your guns. And they're like, hey, now, little lady, take it easy now. You must be a good hunter. You snuck right up on us. It's like, (laughs) why the fuck didn't she just shoot them? I know. Yeah. Shoot them. They're trying to steal her deer. They knew she shot it. What did she think they were? And they're two grown ass men, and she's like a fucking fourteen year old little girl. If I and were her, I would. Okay, go ahead. Three fucking months on the road, and they've been running away from people. Literally, the last time we see them before like that three month break, they were be like they were hunted down by that group in Kansas. Why would you not just kill these two people right away? Yeah, have you not noticed that everybody else kind of sucked? And she's a homicidal maniac. 
Here's my oh, point. Oh, yeah, where's her bloodthirst? Yeah. Right? She's been out in the woods for about 40 minutes, and she's already bumped into a, a rabbit and a deer. So maybe just let him have this one, assuming you'll probably bump into another. Yeah. <clears throat> like, is it worth dying and getting into it with these guys over a deer? Like, fuck it. Yeah. You're at a severe disadvantage. You're a 14-year-old girl. They're two adult men. Which maybe just let I this one go. Shoot them. I mean, that's the patriarchy talking. Yes. How could you say that? Well, here's the thing about her stupid bolt action rifle is if she shot one of them, she better hope that she hits them because otherwise they're both going to turn with their guns and shoot back. And if she does hit one of them, then she has to pop that fucking bolt chamber the next round and then get off the next shot while her adrenaline's pumping and probably fuck that shot up. I don't know. I thought adrenaline made you think clearer. No, it makes you all fumble bumbles. No, you no, fucking... it depends on the person. But yeah, most people are just, they don't know what they're fucking doing. It does oh. depend on the person, but people who are like, you know, first response, like police or military, they actively try to get themselves to have an adrenaline jump and adrenaline jump. Oh boy. Adrenaline dump and then try to perform fine motor skills. Is hmm. a bitch. Um... So anyway, I probably just would have let him have this motherfucker, but they don't. So she comes out and she's like, drop your fucking guns. And they're like, hey, we can help you. And she's like, well, what do you do? You have medicine? And they're like, yeah, we got medicine. And then David's like, hey, Troy Baker, go get some fucking medicine and come on back. And then Troy Baker's like, hmm, what the hell? And he's like, no, for real, dude, for real, dog, go get it. And then he leaves and he's like, hey, Ellie. Or he doesn't know her name. He's like, hey, little girl, want to go seek shelter and we can get warm and hang out for a little bit. And she's like, yeah, dog carry that deer and that's i thought this was hilarious this is another thing that i was like what the fuck how is ellie gonna get that deer home and then yeah she was like let's let's go seek he was like let's go seek shelter and she was like okay you carry the deer and i like looked at mrs yeti i was like how is this fucking guy gonna carry a deer across snow and ice and then it just shows him reach down and grab something and he just starts scooting it away like it's a trash can on a trolley he just no no <laughs> no effort whatsoever. He's like, okay. <laughs> Start Here, tugging it across the snow. Here's the other thing is that if you don't field dress that bitch like right away, then it starts to spoil. It spoils well, it is meat. Fair, but it is below freezing. And I assume that deer's just gonna freeze up and probably not spoil. Well, oh yeah, they, they do say but if it freezes, then they can't get the organs out. If you thought you can. How the I was going to say, like, they do, they do say that this has been, like, the harshest winter and food has been scarce, so I guess it's safe to assume that it's pretty fucking cold. I think that they should fucking field dress that bitch while it's warm instead of waiting till it freezes. And, because rigor mortis will set in, and then what the fuck are they going to do then? (laughs) Rigor mortis? (laughs) That's like when you said I had my kettlebells. That sounds rather rigorous, (laughs) little lady. (laughs) I can hear your cats play with that bell. Um, okay, so they go and seek shelter. David starts explaining, like, hey, we're not so different, you and I. He literally says that later. Um, hey, I used to be a teacher. I taught kids about your age, and then the end of the world Which, happened. By the way, it I makes what God. happens later even worse, knowing that even, he was a school-age teacher. Even worse. I have some real wonders about this show, because it seemed like this show was very popular at the beginning. Like, a podcast I was I was listening to would mention it, even podcasts that have nothing to do with like popular culture, like Legion of Skanks brought it up basically. Um, 
And I think that people have been dropping off left and right. I think episode three probably took a pretty big dip in the regular reoccurring audience. I think the last episode seven probably did as well. And then I think this one is just, I think episode by episode, they're, they're shedding listeners. And our reviews have been doing fucking amazing. The last one, noticeable dip. Really? I know. And at Wait, first, what it's happened like, the last episode? Hold on, hold on. Last episode was the Left Behind DLC. Oh, I know. Yeah. So I wonder if a lot of people were like, fuck this shit. Because at first I was like, well, you know, maybe some people were annoyed with our reviews. And then I was like, well, wait a minute. Our reviews fucking rule. So can't be that. Well, that that's a wee bit biased, don't you think? Not at all. <laughs> I figure if you've been listening to the reviews up until episode seven, you're probably into our shenanigans. That's that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Or or here's another thing that happens sometimes with Anchor. It uh, gets delayed. And then all of a sudden, like over the weekend, 160 rev- like at plays come in. And it's like, uh, where, where the fuck did these all come from? It's because Saturday and Sunday, something was clearly wrong and the, the views were low. And then on Monday, <laughs> sky high. Gotcha. gotcha. That is so besides the point. But that's what we do around here. Maybe we get off track. So then all of a sudden, Ellie's like taking an interest in being like, well, why did you get into God? Like, what, what's all this about? Like, for real. And then he starts explaining and he gets to the point where he's like, yeah, you know, oh, how did it go? He explains that there's, he's like, yeah, back at my camp, I look out for people. And a matter of fact, there's a girl exactly like you. She actually just lost her dad recently because I sent a bunch of guys out to go find food or re- scavenge a nearby town, which now it was a was a college and he's like but uh her dad didn't come home because a, a man that was traveling with a young girl got a hold of him and killed him and then ellie starts to put together like oh shit these people know about me and they know about joel and then at that moment david's like troy baker put the gun down because troy, troy baker <laughs> troy baker had come back troy baker was being a snake and he was holding a gun up to the back of ellie's fucking dome dude And then he was like, no, for real. Or Troy Baker's like, I don't know about this, David. And David's like, don't you fucking question me, Troy Baker. I swear to God, I will backhand you. Give her the medicine and let her go. Whoa, whoa. We know about it. Backhands Mr. Baker. Hold on. Well, David might. David does a lot of things we come to learn. That's right. He sure does. He's a sneaky man with a violent heart. So mm-hmm. they're like, no, no, no. She Give her the medicine. She can go. They toss her the medicine. Like, just throw it at her, which we find out later that it's penicillin in glass bottles. So, like, that's a hazard. And plus, Ellie does not check whatsoever that it's correct, which, I mean, she's kind of at a disadvantage now because they they pulled a gun on her. So she, she scurries out of there. Smart move. But it was just like, she didn't even look. <laughs> she and she said, also didn't even get half the deer. Yeah, the deal was that she would give them half the deer for their penicillin, and then she took off without her half of the deer. Right. So she let them have the Man. whole deer. I didn't even recall that because I was just so off put by her fucking cherry red face throughout most of this episode. Yeah, yeah. I, thought, I actually thought about that too. I was like, who's the makeup artist that fucking put the blush on all? And the behind like the that? scenes, they literally show the person putting on blush on her. <laughs> they literally Ugh. show her. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> they fucking botched that like real bad and they're all masked up and it just makes your little heart sing to see so many people in masks outside oh it's canada that's why it's fucking canada you betcha (laughs) i love it um oh and they're all like cloth masks too so it's just like goddamn 
It's even more retarded. Yeah. It's so stupid. Oh, we should see if we can get to have the first Last of Us review to have a COVID warning on it. <laughs> All you got to say is, fuck the CDC. There you go. I guess we'll see if that works. Well, um, uh, I was going to say, um, thank God this isn't Resident Evil, where they make a direct reference. Like, oh, it's the T-virus isn't as deadly as COVID. <laughs> then the T-virus must Evil be... Evil at all? No. Is that like oh. low T? Like, what kind of T is No, uh, the Resident Evil series on Netflix, adapted from the video games, like the, the virus in those games is called the T-virus. And it's super fucking deadly because it turns you into zombies. And in like episode one or two fucking one of the guys makes a reference and he's like don't worry this isn't as deadly as covid i'm like did you really just compare the fucking flu to the t-virus <laughs> bro what <laughs> that's awesome i just heard that it was horrific and i don't give a shit about the resident evil video it game was so garbage was like, it was straight garbage oh garbage <laughs> garbage where the hood where the hood where the hood at noise so ellie gets back she gets back to joel she undoes her bundle and i was just thinking the whole time because she's running through snow i was like bitch you're leading them right back to where you live they're gonna she looks back too to make sure they're not following following me it's like you're leaving (laughs) footprints you fool stop it but she doesn't give a shit and uh, she gets back, she undoes the bundle, and lucky for her, it's a syringe and two bottles of penicillin, which is real. It should have just been, like, some wrapped-up rocks <laughs> with a note that says, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Would have been nicer, to be honest. And P.S., we're behind you. <laughs> we-, we followed your footprints, stupid. <laughs> That's Welcome- what you would do. Welcome to snow, jackass. <laughs> There's so many things in this. It's like, this is clearly written by people who don't live where it's ever cold. This is some California dumbasses writing this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so, well, they do, okay. So, she just takes some penicillin, fills it up, and just sticks it directly into the middle of Joel's wound and injects it all and then just hopes for the best, I guess. Which, so to be go. fair, here is at least it's a little bit realistic because she's like, I don't know what to do. Like, Joel, what do I do? And she that just is fucking... True on a whim just injects him so like here it's like oh i can believe that you're a 14 year old that grew up in the apocalypse here because i wouldn't expect a kid that grew up without technology to do any different that is fair yeah if you were a kid and you just had penicillin and you were like i know this helps but i don't know how this helps but she was in military school they didn't try to teach her any of that Ugh, no, because they taught them how to clear out sewage in military school and to tell them that, oh, you're a leader, but we're going to train you to think you're a leader while doing things that pawns would do, which. Yeah, yeah, see? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You're bedrock>. <laughs> 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 All right. So she just sticks them in there and they fall asleep and hope for the best. And then we cut back over to the mess hall where David and his cult are. And they're preparing some soup and somebody brings in cubes of meat inside of a bowl. And the two people preparing the soup are like, what is this? And they're like, oh, and then the guy who brought in the bowl is like, it's venison. So we are meant to believe that this is the deer that David just acquired. Then it cuts to the people sitting at their seats, like in the dining area, the doors open and in comes David with the deer. So that chopped up meat wasn't the deer because the deer just literally got there. Mm-hmm. 
So what could it be? It's that chick's dad. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. Can I? Yeah. Can I just say like this? Oh God. Okay. You know I don't want to jump the gun. I don't want to jump the gun. Okay. Keep going. Jump the bolt action rifle. <laughs> don't worry. It'll take them a half jump hour to the reload. The underage sloth looking girl. <laughs> you guys. So. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what she would say during <laughs> there was one point in this i think she was crying or yelling or something and she was really like Rrr! and i was like oh man they picked the it was worst. at the end i know exactly what you're talking yeah, about yeah that's right that's right and then they everyone's the like oh she actress. should get an emmy for that performance I'm like oh no she should get an emmy for after she kissed her girlfriend in the last episode and made that fucking hey damn baby <laughs> she made that look yeah she that was the fucking game. Mm, I'm alike. Gross. So they come in with the deer and they're like, ah, look what we got, baby. We got a deer. So nice. And then everybody's just staring. He's like, all right, all right. So I guess you guys obviously heard because apparently Troy Baker, a snitch. You guys heard that we fucking caught that girl who's probably with the guy that fucked up Alan, whatever the hell his name was. It doesn't matter. And then the daughter is like, we should kill him, kill them both. And then he goes over and smacks, oh, Hannah. He goes over and smacks the shit out of her. And it's like, oh, you fucking talk back to me. And he's like, hey, come first light. We will go out. We'll figure out where they are and we'll fucking get them. But here's the thing. When they come into the the dining room that night, the doors open and you can see that there's a snowstorm going on outside. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's lucky for Ellie because if there's snow and wind, her tracks are fucking dust in the wind. That's a good point. How the fuck are they going to find her? I mean, like, yeah, you can search these suburbs, but like, fucking good luck. Lucky for them, the next morning, Ellie decides to just walk around in the front yard for no fucking good reason. <laughs> so that that helps. Anyway, we go back over to Ellie. I think she gives Joel another... In- injection of some juice and she's like here you go guy i'm just gonna give you a little bit of this a little bit of this a little bit of this penicillin a little bit of so if joel has um syphilis double win for joel why is that a double win oh because the penicillin will kill that cure that Sorry. syphilis for him okay so just in case he was banging away at Tess and she had some of that fucking nasty nasty oh no To be fair, they did make it seem like they weren't committed. So she very well could have been. Hell yeah. Because she's a modern woman, right? And the modern woman has apparently 30 partners a year, according to some chicks. That's right. (laughs) Well, and I mean, who knows how difficult condoms were to come by? So hmm. clearly not as difficult as Diva Cups. They just keep reusing the same. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) They might. They just might. They might. They might. Ooh, that's fun. All right. <laughs> so that is not fun. You have an odd fun. definition of fun, my my good guy. My good guy. You my missed me guy. on Twitter today. Shut up. I. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, yeah. I've been funny. sending you stuff because I'm thinking like, oh, he's potty training, so maybe he needs some material. So I'm like, here, I'll help the dude out and give him some material. I do appreciate that, actually. I do. I have stay. I do have some tweets saved in my drafts, ready to go. Nice, nice. Yeah, but I do appreciate it when you send me shit. You find some good shit. Thank you. 
just don't get mad. I don't use everything. When you sent me that like um, amazingly obese chick dancing in a book in a bikini, I was like, nah, dog. <laughs> it's fine. I know they're not all gold. I literally, I don't take offense at all. No, if it's anything, gold. But I'm gonna I'm lose just like, a lot of followers on that one. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. No, I'm just like, hey, like I know that you do this kind of stuff on your Twitter, so here, take this. No, I love that's, it. I love it. And you know that's what? My if you want to unfollow me because I'm tweeting out some hefty bitch dancing around, then fuck you anyway. You a pussy. <laughs> You don't deserve this gold. Oh, damn. I don't, I don't think spicy. anyone wants... No one deserves to see that, to be fair. You sent it to me, asshole. What the fuck? I know, but no. because I thought it would be funny. <laughs> no, I want to see it. Oh, right. I want to see it. I like how at one point Kelsey bitched about not being in a group conversation with me and Vex, so I created such a group, and it has been stagnant since the day it was created. Yeah. Well, you guys start talking about Mandalorian, and then you're like, "Oh, Vex doesn't need to hear this." And then, well, because you you fucking bailed on reviewing the Mandalorian with us immediately. Because I'm just like, man, I don't want to have to watch two seasons and a, like two episodes of Book of Bo- Boba Fett for a fandom that I don't care. You're about watching at all. fucking Goosebumps or fucking Goose or Spirit or whatever dumb shit you were watching the other day. That I was like, "What the fuck are you watching that for?" What was I watching the other day? You did. Make it was fun so of dumb. <laughs> I was like, "Why?" Um, and you're guess what? You're not watching Sunny in Philadelphia or Archer. You got me there. It says that I can't retrieve tweets at this time, so I can't even find the fat bitch. You'll get there. Just give it a minute. So. We cut to the next day. Ellie gives Joel the shots, and then she decides for God only because of plot reasons. She goes out into the front yard and is just kind of walking around at this house that they're staying at. And she notices that David and his fucking boys have come around to try and find him. So she's like, oh, shit. So she goes and does not go inside and grab the gun. Which would have been smart. Oh, wait, did she? She shoots some shots at him eventually. But I she feel grabs like she... the. She doesn't take the rifle with her. She just has the handgun with her. Okay. And then huh. she takes off on the horse. She's like, Joel, hold on to this. I'm gonna lead them away. So yeah, then... she hands Joel his knife and puts it in his hand, and he's like barely awake. And he's like, she's like, I'm gonna lead these guys away from you. If anybody comes down here, you fucking kill them. Do you understand? And Joel's like, uh, what? And so... <laughs> that's exactly so she... how he sounded saying it too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought to get it. <laughs> Tell me about being non-binary. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, so she then goes, gets the, on the horse, which like they were just around the corner, so I don't know how they didn't hear like the garage door going up or saddling up and the horse being like, Lots of conveniences, bro. and like, Lots what the fuck are you feeding this horse? Where's the horse getting water? They've been at this house for a couple of days. Well, she Horses need water. She gave the horse some snow. That is true. Fair enough. Um, not that much water in snow. It's about as third as much water as you would think. Um, so she goes out. She's like, hey, what up, you you dirty motherfuckers? And she's on the horse, and she shoots a couple shots, like, kind of near them. I would have said maybe sh- actually shoot at them, but she kind of, like, shot in the air to get their attention. It's like, maybe you'll hit a couple of them. <laughs> YOLO, right? <laughs> like, what? Right? Am I misremembering it? Did she shoot, like, in the air, or did she actually, like, shoot at them? She just shoots in the direction that they're in, but, like, it's, yeah, I don't know what the fuck she was doing there. I would have grabbed that fucking rifle that you can actually hit a deer with, and I would have actually, like, you know, taken one or two of them out. If she was sneaky enough, she could have taken out a couple of them. 
Um, so it got removed, Kelsey. I can't show you the fat bitch. Oh, damn. I'm sorry. You should have sent um, it in our group chat, Vex. Damn. I should have. I'm sorry. Okay, I will remember to do that from now on. Uh, but right. what I was thinking in, in this scene is instead of fucking taking the horse, which again, by the way, this is a rare thing to find in this world now, your form of transportation. So instead of taking the horse and risking the horse, um, I would have just taken the long, the bolt rifle, got up in a high place and just started that way. Yeah. That would have been the smart move because after that, she can just move between the houses, right? After she pops off, like, I think she could comfortably do two of them before she... Because there are only, what, like, four or five of them? Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. She could have easily taken down two of them at least. Mm-hmm. From shooting... Because she has a massive scope on that thing. And she mm-hmm. apparently knows how to use it. She hit, she hit a deer. A human's about the size of a deer. Um she could have yeah and if she's far enough away they're never gonna figure out where those bullets like they'll know the general direction of which her shot came from sorry she was behind them too is the other thing so that like easily definitely could have gotten two because they wouldn't have been able to orient after the first one for plot reasons she's got the pistol and she doesn't really aim it at them very well so good job ellie and And then she's like over here fuckers Oh, they're here, you fuckers. And so they are like, oh, getters. They immediately like start. David's like, take her alive. Don't. It's like, dude, she's shooting at you and your men. And you're like, I really want to get at that. So don't shoot at her. <laughs> like, are you what I kind of world with these? Well, and he's leading a congregation of a bunch of like women and children. And he wants her. I guess. Like, he could seriously just have any one of those. I mean, I he's like a cult leader, right? Ha- I figure he has had at his entire congregation. He's probably bored. Um. Yeah. Well, no, okay, here, point. I didn't want to jump the gun yet because we're, we're going to come up to the scene because they capture her after that, right? Like, they, Troy Baker posts up. Where Troy Baker somehow run. gets ahead of her as yeah. she's riding away from them on a horse. Which, All of a sudden, oh, it shows by Troy the Baker. Way, they, sorry, sorry to interrupt, sorry. It's okay. Uh, but, in that in that scene where she's on the horse, they even show her like running past a river and shit too. So she's getting some distance, and all of a sudden, Troy Baker, Troy Baker posts up on like a fence or a tree or something, and he's in front of her and shoots her horse, in which she goes flying off the horse, which easily could have killed her. Yes. So it's like, don't shoot her, but you can launch her forty three feet through the air. Neck, That's know? fine. <laughs> So she gets fucking yeeted off of that horse. And then they somehow, the couple of them, carry a horse back to their camp? A horse. A fucking horse. Okay, yeah, sure, whatever. You can just carry a horse. It's fine. Um, Then Ellie comes to, and she's in a prison. Like a little makeshift jail cell out of like like what well, chain link fence it's not too legit yeah it's like a fenced off area of like an industrial kitchen essentially bingo oh but we also cut back over to joel oh so no okay david's like two of you guys carry that horse come back with me the other two of you you fucking find what's his nuts and fucking kill him i don't care do what you got to do yes yes then it cuts over to ellie ellie wakes up in the little jail cell and she's like what what the hell and he's like hey there because now we're taking a, even a more of a shift in David's character. He becomes uber creepy. He's like, hey, I know you. I know your heart. you got a violent heart. I, too, have a violent heart. When the apocalypse happened, I thought it was a bad thing. But actually, it was great because it allowed me to be a complete and total cunt with no fucking repercussions whatsoever. I love it. I love, I love the apocalypse. 
<laughs> and by the way, cordyceps are red because they they show love. Fly. Yeah. Yeah. He's like cordyceps show love. They do what they need to do to survive, just like me. Doesn't make any fucking sense. But that's he's supposed like, to make him seem crazier. Is the whole point of that? I guess he's like me and you. You got a violent heart too. I can see it. I can see well, it. Well, no. Off the here. the big thing that he points out to in this whole monologue while he's talking to Ellie and why he wanted her alive. By the way, why he wanted her alive after maybe an hour of time with her altogether is because he saw that there was a leader in her and that as a result, she could help be a co-leader with him of this cult and they could like reign supreme or some shit. It was a and real out Emperor Palpatine movie. He's like, oh, join me at my side and we can rule the well, galaxy. Again, this is uh, this is just, <laughs> God, this just rubbed me the wrong way because the other time that we saw this happen in the show was during the lesbian episode where Kwong, you know, whatever, was telling her like, Ellie, you're, I see you're a leader. Like you can either do this or do that. So, and even then in that same episode, we saw this girl get the shit kicked out of her and that she clearly was shy as well. So I'm just genuinely wondering where these people are seeing these strong leadership qualities True. in this version of Ellie when we as the viewers have barely seen that. That is true. It's like, mm -hmm. David, why do you think she's a leader? Is it the time that she held you at gunpoint, but then you easily overcame her? <laughs> yeah. Was it like, was it when she shot a deer but didn't kill it? Was it when like she couldn't put in penicillin properly? Was it how she chose to do the stupidest thing to lead you away from her dying friend? Like was it I'm... when she followed her friend Riley into a mall in the middle of the night when she knew damn well she had fucking training coming up in three hours? Right. Like I'm just I'm really at a like this is one of those things where it was clearly like, oh, we have to make the woman strong guys, you know. The message oh. has to be clear. Trust but it me. doesn't make sense. Neil Cuckman literally says that in the after episode of this. Does he actually? Uh-huh. It's the first thing I'll tell you. So he's like, so we see that like Ellie is in a really bad spot and that Joel is on his way to save her. And so you think as a viewer that Joel is going to be the one to save her, but we weren't having any of that. And then it's like, da -dung, da -dung, and it's like the last of us, the, the making of. So that was like the intro. Like okay, we were having so none of that. I could see this later on, and I don't want to jump the gun, but I can see this later on and how Joel ends up showing up later. Um, but yeah, this, like, I just don't understand. Like, as the viewer, like, I don't care if you like Ellie. I don't care if you like the show. Just think about it rationally. As the viewers, we have not really seen a strong leadership Ellie throughout this show at all. But people uh, keep alluding to it, even though she's shown us the opposite. Until about two seconds from where we are in the retelling, we haven't seen a strong leader, Joel, either. He's been a little pussy yeah. this entire time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's having fucking heart attacks. <laughs> and he can't hear people sneaking up on him. And he right. Fucking... He's deaf in one ear. <laughs> right. So... You're telling me the dude with a fucking fucked up internal organs is deaf in one ear? I can start interrogating people. Don't worry, little girl. I'm gonna save you. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This doesn't make fucking sense. But let me just say to Neil Cuckman out there, he's like, we were having none of that. Hey, buddy, it's not exactly very original to be like, we're not gonna have the male lead do anything in his fucking own story, or you know, in in the story, we're not gonna have him take any sort of like male 
dominant leadership roles. He's going to take the backseat. It's the women who are going to get things done. You're not fucking treading new ground, my guy. If anything, if you would have had Joel come and save her, that would have been kind of unique for the time we're in in 2023. Because every fucking thing that comes out now, guess what? Thor, Love and Thunder, guess who saves Thor time and time again? Natalie fucking Portman. Here's the other thing, too, is, again, which even the show creators seem to keep forgetting, this is post-apocalyptic 2003 2003 and and joel's supposed to be like her father figure like he's supposed to be the protector he's supposed to be the strong Uh -uh, girl ellie's gonna get it done even though they circle back to that exact point that kelsey just made at the end of the episode yeah Good time. So Ellie wakes up, David gives her a whole speech, and then he like puts his hands on the bars and is like, you could join me and be my little child queen. And she, I know, and she puts her hands on his and she's playing him because then she breaks his finger and tries to grab the keys off of his belt and it doesn't work out. And he slams her face. what happened in the game, by the way. This was actually pretty game accurate. Yeah, it was. He slams her against the railing and she falls down onto the ground. And he's like, oh, well, what did you, like, how dare you? And at some point, she, while she's laying on the ground, she notices that there's a human ear on the ground. Because this kitchen she's being held in is the same kitchen where they butchered up people. Which, what are the fucking odds that a perfectly preserved human ear made its way to the ground in her purview? Mm-hmm. I mean, if she's just going to, like, figure out that they eat humans by finding an ear, why not just have literally an arm on a fucking table? Yeah. If you're butchering people and you're that neglectful that you forgot a fucking ear, then fuck it. Then just have an well, arm. Well, I mean, keep in mind as well, like cannibals, their brain kind of fucks up with enough human meat is the other thing. It so does? I think we can Yeah, like you're that's why you're not supposed to eat human meat. It's it fucks with your brain. Vex, how do you know this information? <laughs> and is that even true? Uh okay, so in the tribes that do eat human meat and whatnot they have observed that those people that regularly ingest human meat because of certain parasites and stuff it has it can affect some of your cognitive abilities human and they have noticed has parasites it can it's not all the time but there's instances where it can lead to parasitic infections yes remember when we talked about parasitic cleanses we i do remember this and how are mammals and how we have I think that these tribes that are being observed that are cannibals are also the type of tribes that do ayahuasca all day and throw rocks at birds. Probably, but they've noticed that these people that tend to ingest human meat are a little bit more. Well, what came first, eating human meat or being nuts? Like, (laughs) Holy shit, she's right. A very rare type of dementia is caused by cannibalism. A very rare type? Yeah. Well, a very rare type of dementia is caused from living in cities. A very rare type of dementia is caused from playing football. A rare, very rare type of dementia is that's well, not saying anything. There's all kinds of Alzheimer's that is linked to cannibalism. Yeah. What cogn- an episode, guys. What an episode. There are multiple articles about cognitive decline and cannibalism being um, significant. All right. Fucking neat. So we. Hell, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Point Vex. Go on. <laughs> you gotta do it, so I gotta do it. <laughs> 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 
Oh, Vex, you're a treasure. <laughs> so we cut back over to Joel and there. Well, no, we cut back over to the two dudes that are searching around for Joel and they boy. Oh, boy. You knew that these guys were all going to suck because they all look like they're from Duck Dynasty and they've been doing meth for 20 solid years. They're cannibals, bro. That's why. <sighs> Now we know. <laughs> this parasite, I'm going to assume, dies when cooked at what temperature? It's not. Okay, dude, I'm just saying that's one of the things that can happen. It's not what always happens. But, again, it does affect your other functions. Like people, I'm that, saying. There are people that eat human meat on a regular basis, and they have, like, actual, like, permanent jitters because of it. The people eating human meat are from tribes in the rainforest that do ayahuasca all day. What about just like the crazy people that live in fucking like, you know, the mountains of West Virginia that also I do not know these people. Oh, you haven't heard about the cannibal people of like the fucking Appalachians? No, but I also know that there's a lot of lead in that region. Okay, that's a rabbit hole we can save for like a regular episode when I'm on next, but that will be my topic, okay? Well, like here's the thing, Vex. I keep inviting you on Saturdays and you keep blowing me off because it's too snowy. Okay, uh, the last time I blew you off was because a literal blizzard blew through here. <laughs> okay, and second of all, <laughs> second of all, you could have you said you were going to send me a link invite and you just never did. No, I said I will assume that you won't show up unless you tell me otherwise. Yeah, and then you said, I'll send a link anyways. No, I said that two weeks ago. No, no, I, you said, oh, okay, I'll just send a link. This is an awesome review. <laughs> now the review has entered its <laughs> petty bickering <stage. laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> it's usually me and Kelsey that have it, these. That's true, it is. <laughs> it's fun to mix it up. I need you two to have one. That'll be fucking great. I don't think I could really disagree with Kelsey on it. Oh, God, shut up. <laughs> so we cut over to Joel. No, we cut over to the people. Look, at, uh, you threw me off of my point initially. You can tell that this is not exactly great storytelling because it's like, these are bad guys. These are cannibals. We're going to have them all look horrific. It kind of would have been, it would have thrown you off the trail a little bit more if they looked a little bit more presentable. I get that they're starving, but they don't have to have like comb overs and like long straggly hair. They look like basically Pirates of the Caribbean. The ones are like, hello, puppet. You know those ones? Those two guys? They look hello, like those two guys. Puppet. Yep. Yeah. They look like those two guys. It's like, okay, clearly they're terrible. Look at them. So anyway, one of them, he's walking around the house. Wouldn't you know it? He found the house where Joel's in and he's looking around and he notices, huh, this drawer has been pulled out. That's peculiar. I find it hard to believe that a drawer being pulled out would really catch his attention because if he's going over each house this meticulously, it would have taken him a fucking week to cover this neighborhood. I guess yeah. he's just a fucking mastermind. This guy who looks like cannibal been... meat, bro. Cannibal meat. Yeah, this cannibal meat is giving him fucking superpowers. It's like that button in Assassin's Creed Eagle Vision where you tap it and what you need to find turns gold. <laughs> That's what cannibalism will do to you, kid. It will give you eagle vision. Cannibal give him eagle vision because then he notices that, wait a minute, this armoire is slightly askewed from the wall because Ellie put a uh, dresser over the the door that goes to the basement where Joel is. Mm -hmm. And he's like, wait a minute, this is sticking away from the wall by three inches. Huh, that doesn't look right. Hey, wait a minute. There's a door handle behind here. Huh. And again, like I said earlier, they have no fucks given about bumping into infected at all. They don't give That's, a fuck. Okay, this is another thing I had with this with this episode. I get that it's winter time, 
and like naturally fungus kind of just you know they never said that in the show though they are just as afraid of fungus in the summer as the winter yes so hold on let me finish my point okay never fix i'll never let you finish your point god you you gotta stop eating that cannibal meat bro okay (laughs) (laughs) okay if we're just following the rules of just nature okay not including the weird last of us fungi science right Fungus usually goes like a little bit dormant in the colder months, right? So, okay, maybe the safe assumption is that, oh, there, these are just, all this fungus is just, you know, chilling in the background, just sleeping, and that's why we're not seeing them. But to counter that point, recall in the last episode, there was that dude in the toy store who had just been there, which means that he also probably went through many winters of sleep, and he still woke up and heard shit. Yep. Where are the infected? They only are a problem when the story needs them to be a problem. Because I tell you what, I would not let two of my dudes go walking around these neighborhoods. By the way, it's nice of them to, like, Scooby-Doo style, split up to go investigate. Why would you ever fucking split up? You guys know that there's a dude who killed one of your buddies somewhere in this town. You assume that he's hurt. You don't know that he's hurt. Mm-hmm. Well, um, no, they know he's hurt, but they don't know how bad it is. That's the yeah, key thing. Yeah, they don't know I, that he's I, literally like limping and huffing around. But yeah, where he could just fucking... have a wound in his leg, but he's posted up with a rifle ready to pick you off. Exactly. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm really at a loss that they're like, where again, where are the fungus, man? You said this was a zombie show. People oh. keep writing articles about how, oh, is The Last of Us redefining the zombie genre? Like, nope. <sighs> The same dumb shit The Walking Dead is. Um, At least The Walking Dead, while it was inconsistent, still had enough character development to offset how stupid the world was. Fair. That reminds me, though. It's three people that are looking for Joel. But anyway, this one guy is like, wait a minute, there's a door back here. So he goes down the stairs, and we see where Joel has been sleeping, and Joel's not there. (gasps) So he starts poking around and looking around, and then from behind a water heater... Joel pops out with a knife and stabs him in the neck. And dum, down dum, he goes. Dum, dum. Dun, dun. Wow. That sounded like and a so, pirate story right there as you were telling it. Like I felt like I was listening to Peter Pan for a second. They sit back to the hair, tell a tale about the Joel. And he's got the little pirate ship. Dooby dooby doo. Nailed it. Okay. <laughs> The next thing you know, he uses that guy's dead body as a fucking trap to catch the next one. Which is Again, rad. this Joel has literally, like, he could barely <laughs> stay awake to listen to one word. And suddenly, after two shots of penicillin, he's like the fucking Punisher. Superman! <laughs> I know. And I, they were like, we want to humanize Joel and make him not into such a powerful Superman character like he was in the game. What? And then uh, he gets a Did shot of miss? penicillin. I know, right? <laughs> Joel, if they come down here, you got to kill them. Can you hear me? Stay awake, Joel. Stay the fuck awake. Huh? I cannot hear you. <laughs> Literally. Speaking to my good ear. <laughs> oh, God. And now he's like, I'm carrying dead bodies up staircases. <laughs> okay. So he, he gets one of them. He puts the dead body outside in the yard. One of the guys who's poking around sees him. He's like, Jarvis? Jarvis, is that you? Did they get you, Jarvis? Oh, no! And then from behind another water heater. It's Joe! (laughs) (laughs) He gets that guy. And then uh, 
I don't think we saw him get the next one because it cuts to now we're in the living room and they're tied up. One of them's tied up to a piano and the other one's tied up to a chair. And they're um, both facing the same direction as where Joel is. And Joel, this is the first time in this show I've been like, Joel rules. Joel starts kicking some fucking ass. I love to do Joel's just sneaking out of water heaters. He's fucking using traps and sneaking on bitches. It was the best. Sorry, Mrs. Yeah just snuck up on me. It was the best. <laughs> <laughs> Joel stuck up in the show and then your wife Mrs. Yeti you. jumped out at me from behind the water heater <laughs> did she stab you in the neck I'm going down <laughs> I can see the light Max. she's telling you to fuck off like she wants you to finish this <laughs> I can see the light it's, it's beautiful alright so from behind a water heater Mrs. Yeti comes out so they're, they're tied up and Joel is kicking ass, dude. I fucking love it. He's just like, he's just bitch slapping the fuck out of this guy. He's like, where the fuck is she? Like, where's the girl? They're like, whoa, what? And he's like, don't fuck with me. You know where she is. And then he stabs him in the leg. And he's like, ah! And he's like, nah. he's like, yeah, okay, I know. And he's like, all right, on, you're going to fucking. He doesn't stab him in the leg. He stabs this dude in the kneecap and then twists yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Joel's going nuts. And he's like, you're going to fucking take this. Or he's like, you're going to tell me where it is. And the guy's like, oh, and he's like, nope. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm about to pop your kneecap off right fucking now. You tell me. He's like, okay, they're at a place called Silver Lake. And he's like, okay, okay, cool. Take this knife and he shoves the knife in his mouth. And he's like, and point on this map to where we are and point to where it is. And then you better hope that your buddy back there, that he's gonna tell me the exact same fucking answer, or I'm coming back for you. And so he does. He points on the map or whatever, and then Joel stabs him in the chest. And I'm like, dude, Joel rules. <laughs> Joel's going nuts. I love it. And the guy is like tied up to the piano. He's freaking out. He's like, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? He told you. He told you everything that he wanted to know and you still killed him. What the fuck, man? And then um, Joel walks up to him all slow and creepy like, and he's like, okay. And he's like, well, I'm not going to tell you shit, man. He's like, yeah, don't worry. You don't have to. I believed him. And then he bashes him with a pipe. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> dope. I like <laughs> yeah. badass Joel. Where's Joel, badass Joel been? Uh, well, they've been trying to emasculate him this whole show so far. Well, it's not a good strategy, Cotton, because I like that guy. I would have yeah, really yeah. liked this show if that guy had been in it the whole time. Though this is this is the, uh, I think this is some of the issue that a lot of the people who played the games, because um, they immediately noticed from the get go, this is not the Joel, like the badass Joel that everyone knows from the part one. This is the weak Joel that we all got to see in part two. <sighs> I don't know, man, like a dope, a dope, a, I don't know, just a character that comes in and just fuck shit up. I like it. Like Mando, Mando from Mandalorian in season one and season two. We'll see about season three. I don't know so, if you heard me and Kelsey review it yet, but. Uh, no, I, I'm going to be honest. I might not listen to that because I don't care about. The we talk about. So, uh... Okay. 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 Fine. I will listen to it. I'll listen to it. Should I listen to that before or after JT's episode? JT's episode came out today. Mando came out. Sunday. Okay, so which one do you would you recommend I do JT's episode first, and then what W two actual F news came out yesterday. You can listen to that, and then Mando. If you you I mean do do what you want. If you don't want to listen to Mando, I'm not gonna make you because me and Kelsey actually did kind of stay on topic and we talked about it for a half hour, but it's pretty funny. Yeah, Um, if you don't want to listen to it, don't worry about it. But sorry, back to um the Last of Us and Joel fucking up shit. Oh, I didn't finish Um, my point. I like Mando because when Mando shows up, he fucks shit up. And it's like, oh, dude, or like, oh, cool, dude. Mandalorian's here. Fucking love it. Like characters get themselves into a predicament 
oh no, what's going to happen? And then Mando shows up. It's like, hey, or like Geralt in The Witcher. Like he's mm-hmm. never like, oh man, I'm just feeling down today. I don't know what I'm going to do. Nope. Geralt shows up and he kicks some ass and I fucking love it. I like it when men are men, like where they're masculine and they have that like, you know, like got what testosterone. If, what if John yeah. McClane in Die Hard was up in the vents and he's like, man, my wife is just being a real bitch and she's going to take the kids and I just am so sad. I miss her so much. You know much. what? Actually, it's funny that you bring that up because even then, like before any of that happens, he literally just like he tries to like manhandle slash come on to his wife. At he's the like, hey, baby. The movie. I had to take a hoe shower in the sink. Want to bang? Uh, yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much what happened. Like, it was just high tea from the beginning. Hey, it's great. Yes. I like that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people like that stuff. Even mm-hmm. wh- they, that's the other thing, too. I think that a lot of Hollywood thinks that women will like it better if it's a woman kicking ass. And it's like a lot of women like a dude who kicks some ass. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only reason I watch The Witcher. I just want to see Henry Cavill. Yes. It- I know. I can fast forward through all the other shit. Henry Cavill kicking ass. It's dope. I love it. That's the that's the only reason I keep I I think the Witcher show is terrible. Uh by the way, can we review season three together? Sure, dude. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, we can. I I yeah. Sorry, that was a weird plan. That was a weird no, that was I was trying to think if we reviewed season two because I thought that we did, and then I was like, no, we didn't. And so yeah. Okay, but I do like the Witcher. I would love oh, yeah. to watch it and review it with you guys. Okay. I mean, season three isn't coming out till the end of the year, so you got time to watch Ooh, we seasons. better not hate each other before then. You never know. Why Don't would you jinx it like that? Back. Why, would, why would you jinx it like that? I knocked on wood. Yeah. Okay, all right. Um, But no, I'm just saying, the only reason I put through, because I thought season one was not good. I know everyone says it was good, but I personally, it was sloppy, Okay because they were clearly trying to set up a season two and then season two just went straight downhill again they the only no so what? no i like they weren't trying to better. set up a season two like uh, they're just following the game kind of like season two was okay here's the season problem two was the best no, season two was the favorite. best i agree with kelsey here's the problem i had with season one is it just went every episode was just bam 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 and not to say bam 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 is not a like a good thing but with the world that is with the Witcher, I feel that the pacing was way too fast for the world that they were trying to get the viewer into. And it threw off a lot of the care I would have for those characters and for the show altogether as a result. So by the time season two came out, now the pacing is just completely off from bam, bam, bam to all over the fucking place in season two. And I honestly could not finish it. I don't agree. I think that the first season was a little bit... I didn't like the way that they jumbled the timeline, but it came together in a kind of cool way. Most people complained that it had too much to do with Siri and Yennefer, and they're like, fuck these people. I don't even care. Like, they're try- They're clearly making this woke by focusing on these characters, and it's like, ugh. Have you played the last... Uh, like, The Witcher... The Last of Us. Have you played The Witcher Wild Hunt? <laughs> you play as Siri well, for a Wild while. Wild Hunt aside, like, because Yennefer still shows up in the first and second games is the other thing, too, right? So she's she's a predominant secondary character, but, right. again, this is the other problem I have, is the backstory for Yennefer's whole deal doesn't really come in till later. The first two games, we see far more focus on just Geralt and less on his 
Well, I don't think the Witcher TV show is trying to follow the games, so I don't fault them for that. I think that most people are like, what's up with all this Siri shit? And my big point was like, the game is all about Siri. What are you talking about? The third game is all about Siri. The third game. The one that people played? (laughs) No one played the first two. Okay, that's fair. But I I don't know what the books are like, though, right? Here's the other thing. I never read the books, so I can't make that. Reading's for nerds, so I'll never read them. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just saying, like, as as a viewer, I just felt it was quite messy and it felt a little bit because even for Gary. All right, motherfuckers, we've diverted for too long. Oh, yeah, we have. Sorry. sorry. This is The Last of Us. Back to The Last of Us, episode eight. So, yeah, badass Joel. Here's the other issue that I have with this, okay? Up until now, we've had, like, we know that Joel had done some pretty bad things in the past. Like, that's been alluded to in conversations with multiple characters, right? And then the Joel we get throughout these past episodes that we've gotten is, like, apprehensive about everything. And then sudden, yeah, suddenly he's he's a badass. He didn't even want this kid. He tried to pawn her off in the last episode. Well, despite the show showing it to us, they bonded his character. It happened off screen. It'll be oh. documented in a novel. Season two will do flashbacks. I'm so upset with this show. As we'll fix it in show. post. So then we cut back over to Ellie. David comes back with Troy Baker and they're like, fuck it, we're killing you and eating you. And so they grab her out of the cell. They throw her onto a table and they're, uh, they have a cleaver. Troy Baker's going to cleave this bitch. And- oh, hold on. Before that, before that, before that. She struggles a lot, right? And she bites David by accident. Oh, well, not yeah. By accident, but she bites David before they slam her onto the table. Go Good on. call. That is very important. Um, And then they're about to cleave this bitch, and she's like, I'm infected. And they're like, fuck that, dude. We've no-, no way. We met you three days ago, and you haven't turned. You're not infected. She's like, bullshit. Look at my arm. And they look at her arm, and Troy Baker's like, uh-oh. And David's yeah. like, uh and she's like, I bit you. You're infected now, too. And so Troy mm-hmm. Baker's immediately like, uh-oh. Hey, I might have just inherited a cult. <laughs> Yippee! <laughs> <laughs> and so they slam the cleaver down next to her head. And they're looking at her arm. And David's like, I'll, uh, that can't be right. I, uh, no way. I don't believe it. And Ellie grabs the cleaver and then cleaves Troy Baker in the neck. Yeah. Yep. And he and he goes down and Ellie scurries away and she f- gets herself into that main dining room area that we saw. Him. It's like a lodge, big dining room area. And she's got no weapon whatsoever, but she finds a fucking fire is going right. Right. Like well, a yeah, fire for cooking at the beginning. Remember, we saw them all huddled in there and they had a fires going in the background. So this must have been just like the main area. So it makes sense why she got the, the log. Mm-hmm. I guess, but you just said that people were there, and now all those people have gone. At the beginning, at the beginning, oh. at the beginning, oh, okay. when we okay. open and he's he's preaching and all that stuff, we see that they're huddled in that same room, okay. and they had fire pits going. Yeah, because it makes no sense in that. We'll get to it, but like, and then we also cut back over to Joel, and Joel's like at the place, and he's like found her backpack. So we, it's leading us to believe that Joel is going to jump in at any moment and save her, which doesn't happen, and oh, Troy. Oh. Neil Cuckman thinks he's just a fucking savant of writing for coming up with this. And uh, Joel, keep in mind, Joel, he's got egg scramble for organs right now. But, you know, (laughs) he just still walked there. Yeah, he walked there (laughs) with barely proper footwear and no gloves in what was previously described as one of the worst winters they've had. Yeah, dog. It's all good. 
Um, oh, and the, it's a guy from Texas is the other thing. So he's not. Yeah, I'm used to the not cold. Used to the cold like that. I'm used to harsh winters. Back in Texas, it used to get down into the 40s from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> I understand the harshness. <laughs> so Ellie grabs herself. The only thing she can is a weapon, and it is going to be a log that's on fire. She hides behind some sort of countertop as David walks down the hall towards her, and she is posted up right on that corner. The log is smoking like crazy, and David does not notice that there is smoke coming from just around yeah. the corner in yeah, front of all him. All that cannibal meat, man, it fucks with your brain. Apparently it do. Too. I was like, what the fuck? You, you don't notice that there's a like a, a burning log right, right fucking there? Okay, because that might be... I, that whole room would be filled with smoke. So he doesn't notice. And Ellie does the only sensible thing. She doesn't swing it like a bat. She doesn't like try to keep him at bay as if he's a velociraptor and she's a Chris. Which Chris is it? Pratt. No, 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 no. She throws it at him. (laughs) I would like to just point out that Chris Pratt's name in those movies was Owen Grady. Okay. No one one gives a fuck. (laughs) I do. Because Those movies are dumb I, shit. Yeah, but I like Chris Pratt, so I do too. Like, yeah, dude, Chris Pratt's fine, but like those movies suck. Yes, I agree. I agree. Same with the, that day after tomorrow, or Edge of Tomorrow, whatever that fucking thing was. Tomorrow Wars movies suck so bad. Yeah, I mean, it was like it was a good like just popcorn <laughs> flick. Like it's, but it was no, not. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't no, I mean, when I flick. say popcorn flick, in the sense like, oh, you can just turn it on and turn your brain off. You That's know what we learned though. The what? dude who plays JJJ in uh, Spider-Man. What's that guy? Oh, uh, J, jo- J. J. Johnson. The Daily Bugle guy. The Daily Bugle guy, but him in real life. He is in that movie, and he oh, is jacked. fucking jacked. And he's oh, yeah. like a thousand years old. Yep. I was like, whoa! I was blown away. It's the only thing I remember about that whole movie. <laughs> Sad, but actually, that is true. Um, so she throws this burning log at David, because... Uh, and here's the part that I did actually like about this. It catches a drape on fire, right? And David takes a moment because Ellie scurries off to the back of the lodge. Who is going through their notebook right now? Not me. Bex? Sorry, I, I, was, um, I was just putting my water bottle down. How dare you hydrate during this podcast? <sighs> anyway, so I do like this. He looks at the drapery that has caught on fire. And if he would have stopped in that moment and addressed the issue, he probably could have saved the entire thing from burning down and just like, you know, let Ellie go. Because surely you'll stumble an- across another teen bride. Don't don't worry, David. And he oh. had a fucking cleaver in his hand. He could have just chopped off the fucking curtain at the top and saved the whole place in a fucking second. But no, but here's what I like about it. It's exactly like Kathleen back in Kansas City. They knew the infected were just below the streets and they could have like left or they could have dealt with it or they could have blown up that bill. They could have done something, but she didn't address it. She was like, nah, I want what I want my fucking vengeance. So fuck dealing with it. And it was her downfall. I just realized you skipped over a bit of a plot point here Um, because Joel has come up to the place while this is right before this is all happening and this is where finally, if you hadn't already pieced it together, that they are in fact eating people because he goes into like a storage right. area and with all these canoes and shit, he finds like three skinned bodies, human bodies just hanging there. Yeah. Yeah. Continue. Glad that we stopped. 
Oh, no, I'm just saying because this adds to the reunion that they have at the end of the episode because now Joel is genuinely frenzied about what's going to happen to Ellie. Now oh, he finds it. fair. Yeah, because Joel mm-hmm. was like, probably like, what the? Okay, fair enough. Good point out, Vex. I'm glad that I even doubted, doubted your point out so that you could explain how wrong I truly was. <laughs> the sarcasm <laughs> is killing me. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so anyway... Uh, David, he ignores, he's like, he, he looks at the fire and he's like, makes a couple steps back towards it to like address it. And he's like, nah, I gotta get at that bitch. So he goes after her instead. And the whole place just starts lighting up in a fucking hurry. None of that wood has been treated. It is burning like tinder. And Ellie is like shifting around, man. She's going through the kitchen as if she's those kids in Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park one, when they're hiding from the Velociraptor. She jumps up into a drawer, boom, grabs herself a knife. Then she's hiding and he's like, Ellie, I'm going to get you. Where you at, girl? I'm going to find you. I'm going to get you real good. And then he did something very, very, very special. And of course, plot reasons, because duh. Ellie is in the half of the building that's not on fire. You know, it's the half where she threw the log at him and then ran into the half that's not on fire. And he's been walking towards her in that half that's not on fire this entire time. Then for some reason, he fucking stops, turns 180, turns his back to Ellie and is looking at the part that's on fire, but still being like, where are you, girl? I'm going to get you. And let me tell you, David, she's not in the part that's on fire. Durr. So Ellie takes this opportunity. Cannibal brain, man. Cannibal brain. I think cannibal brain is just code for sloppy writing. Okay, yes, it is code for that, but I'm just saying, for the sake of saving the sloppy writing, there is a nice plot convenience that we can throw at this, which is Cannibal Brain. Hey, Kelsey? Mm -hmm. I think Vex has got Cannibal Brain. I do not have Cannibal Brain. I don't think she has Cannibal Brain, but I think she's giving too much credit to the writers. Yes, Mm -hmm. I am. Again, I'm trying to be nice, but I'm just saying we can explain (laughs) this in a way that isn't bad writing, and it's via cannibalism. So, he turns his back. Ellie comes up and stabs him in the side? Something like that. I don't even know. Did she already stab him in the side? Uh, No, she stabbed Troy Baker. She She stabbed him in the neck. And she bit David. Gotcha, okay. She stabs him in a way that they tussle for a minute, and they get all discombobulated. David loses his cleaver, and then he's creeping up on her. And he gets on top of her as Ellie is like sliding backwards, trying to, she sees the cleaver where it's landed. For some reason, David has not noticed this. And David's getting all up on her. Why. And he's like, ah, oh, you know what? At first I wanted to eat you, but I've changed my mind. You do need a dad. And then he's like, yeah, I like it when they struggle. And you know. Yeah, I, this is really creepy because he mentions like you do need a dad and then he tries to rape her. So, and this is another reason why at the beginning I was like, I think this show is just shedding viewers because episode three, if you were like my cousins who are very religious, who live in Missouri, like they might have been on board with this show because they really like zombie type. Maybe there's a small chance they might have watched this. Once they got to episode three with the hardcore gay stuff, they'd have been like, nah, I'm gone. And then, so maybe you saw episode three and you're like, all right, maybe that was just a one-off. And then you get to episode seven and you're like, yeah. Maybe that wasn't like these two children. Well, one's one's a child. One's a little too old for this situation. And then they they're making out and you're like, but now you're at a point, a point where it's like, okay, like rape is very uncomfortable. Like that's people don't like to have that in a show. Mm -hmm. Not only is it that, but it's that with a fucking 14 year old. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Just um, was there a trigger warning at the beginning of this episode? 
Nope. Nope. There's a trigger warning at the beginning of like Peter Pan if you watch it on Disney okay. Plus to be like we're insensitive like, to Native Americans though. It's extremely common now for like they put fucking trigger warnings for just smoking in movies now. They do. They totally do. And we didn't get a trigger warning for this at all in Neil Cuckman's Utopia. I'm not advocating kind of... for trigger warnings, but it is pretty intense to have a character that's trying to rape a child. <laughs> That's yeah. a lot for a general audience member to take in. Yeah. And especially because he's like, I want to be a oh. father figure right before he does this. Kelsey, yeah. so you don't, you're not familiar with the game whatsoever. Like, I knew this was coming. I don't really remember what happened with Date. I just know that he tried to hurry belly at a certain point. That's all I really remembered about that part. What did you think of it when this when this all went down? Um, I hated it. I hated it a lot. In fact... I hated it so much. I really, really was tempted to fast forward, but I was like, nope, I have to watch it. Oh, God, I have to watch it. Was it just kind of like, how dark does this show need to get? Yeah. Yeah, it was really uh, uncomfy. Just curious, because, again, I feel like it's their mission to just shed people. So, um, Ellie, then apparently she gets scooted back enough that she can grab the cleaver and just starts bashing David in the face with it over and over and over and over and over and over and over. You don't see David, you just see her hand smashing down on him over and over and over. Because again, like Neil Cuckman said, ain't no man saving Ellie. Of course a 14-year-old girl would be able to outsmart an adult man. Clearly. Yeah. Not only two of them, as a matter of fact. Because, you know. Cannibal brain. Cannibal brain, sure. <laughs> And then something very special happens. So here's the other thing. This entire lodge is on fire. This cult has at least mm, 30 people, 35 people. Not a fucking single person has noticed that their lodge is ablaze. Uh, fire puts out a lot of smoke, like a lot of smoke. No mm -hmm. one noticed. Not a fucking person noticed. Actually, we don't no even one. see any of them is the other the, thing, too. The whole place is basically vacant. Where the fuck is everybody? Um, another thing That's too, super convenient. Yeah, we see Ellie, like when she grabs the cleaver, it's not just like two, three chops and she's done. Like she goes fucking in and is just beating this dude's skull in with this, um, cleaver. We don't see it, but we see her, you know, screaming and doing it. And this is a scene where everyone's like, Oh, like Bella Ramsey should get a, uh, what's it called? A, uh, an Oscar oh, or whatever. Not an, an Oscar. Emmy. Emmy. There we go. She should get an Emmy for this episode. And I'm just like, eh, it's not. It's you know, A lot of actors have done this, but that's not the point. Um, we see blood even spray onto the camera shot. Like you see it very clearly. And then she emerges from this lodge, which, by the way, another inconsistency I noticed here. When they first entered this lodge and David was like, oh, there's nowhere to go. This is the only way in and out. That entire the place where you come in and out is on fire. And she just walks out of there still. That is true. That is mm -hmm. true. She That's the first place that caught on fire was by the door. Yeah. And again, it's, he says that only one way in or out. But the other thing, too, is like she comes out in her sweater and there's just speckles of blood on her face. Nothing on her clothes. That's also true. Another story plot, plot hole is that if you're in a room that's completely on fire, you are going to be dealing with a hefty amount of smoke. Both Ellie and David would be like, <laughs> We must get air. And they would well, both they were on the, the ground, room. which kind of helps because they always say, like, stay low. Yeah, yeah but the fact that nah. he, was, he was trying to get on top of her and do that, 
Yeah, he was kind of trying to fuck the... her in that. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, that's true. Well, but while it's like oh, burning down. No, nah, no. Nah. There, that's so much fire in a room. You guys would be fucking blasted with smoke. It'd be horrid. You mm-hmm. you wouldn't be able to breathe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Ellie comes outside. She bursts through the door. She's coughing. She's clearly in a daze of what the fuck just happened to me. And then Joel takes a, this opportunity to sneak up on her. <laughs> well, she, it isn't even that she's dazed from the smoke. Like she has her just adrenaline pumping. Yeah. Not only did she no. butcher a dude, but she was also almost graped and eaten. She's in total shock. She's like, uh, and literally Joel comes up and is like, Ellie, <laughs> he grabs her from behind. <laughs> why? I know yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. It was to make the viewer think maybe it's a cult member that has grabbed Ellie. And it was to make us go, oh, but like, I don't, I knew instantly it was Joel. I think that's the only, because otherwise Joel's a fucking asshole. <laughs> if he's just sneaking up on her, just for totally. fun. Like, wouldn't you be like, Ellie, <laughs> from across the and he field keeps saying like oh it's me it's me and then finally like she notices who it is and she just kind of like you see kind of the calm wash over and she gets really upset and then joel hugs her and he's like it's okay baby girl like it's okay you're safe and, and it's that's like the end and it's oh, supposed no. to make you think that like oh like they have a father-daughter relationship but again we have not, not seen them seen. act in any way like father and daughter throughout this entire show so then they put their arms around each other and start walking toward the River. lake. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> Again, I was wondering that too. Like, why are they walking towards the river? There in- should be 25, 35, maybe 40 people who are like, what the fuck? Our town is on fire. Who are these fucking assholes? But they're just calmly walking away because reasons. When it's fucking winter. Like, what are they going to do? Swim in it? <laughs> I don't know, Like, man. Me and Mrs. Eddie were like, why are you walking towards the water? I The only reason that makes sense to me is because the person filming this was like, that will look prettier. That's exactly it. I That's the thought I had, too. It's like, oh, that's a nice shot. That's about it. Um, Yeah, so it's just a lot of inconsistencies in this episode, which, again, could have been remedied if the show writers just chose to explore some parts that a the game didn't and b choose to develop your characters instead of showing us two episodes of gay characters that nobody will ever see again yeah um i don't know surprised that this was your favorite episode this episode was fucking the only reason i say that this was the best episode so far aside from the first episode okay the first episode is probably the best one in all honesty but uh, the reason I liked it is because in this episode, it genuinely felt like, hey, the humans are a legitimate threat now. Because when they were dealing with like Kathleen in Kansas, it was just like, oh, man, it's just a stupid woman just doing woman things. But now it was like, happy oh, Women's we're... History Month, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> now it was like, oh, cool. Like we got cannibalism and we got crazy cult leaders. But even then, it's like oh, you didn't. You didn't flesh it out enough for me to feel genuinely fearful of these characters. I just thought they were weird. That's it. Yeah. Like, think about, like, uh, like I'm trying to... Okay, the hills have... Did you see the hills have eyes? Have either of you seen that? Yeah, movie? but I think that that was when I was drinking, and I don't okay. remember. Well, the nice thing... Or not, I shouldn't say nice thing, because it's a very dark movie. But in the hills have eyes they kind of give you a little bit of backstory to understand why they should be scared of the people that live in the hills because there's hills and they have eyeballs and it's weird (laughs) 
And here it was just like, it was just thrown in your face suddenly that like, oh, these people, when they said that, oh, uh, these are a guy and his, and a little girl traveling killed these dudes. I'm like, what dudes are they talking about? Cause I totally forgot that they got stabbed in that campus. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it was such a, sh- such a short scene and so forgetful. And they said that they were raiders, not searchers or anything. Um, but yeah, you don't really understand why you should be so scared of these people. And just the fear that you could have built up in your audience would have made this whole incident with Ellie a lot more powerful. That's all. And they could have, uh, well, I was going to say if they had more time, they could have done what I'm about to say. But they could have had more time. They had two episodes that they dedicated to shit that didn't need to happen. So they could have had more time. This could have been a two-parter because in the game, this is a big deal. Yeah. Um, they could have. Yeah, this you is a huge that, deal. Yeah. Yeah, they could have. This could have been a two-part episode, and part one could have been Ellie kind of trusting these people because in the game you seek refuge with David and you fight off as like a clicker horde. Yeah. And like yes. they kind of bond during all that. You knew David was evil from the fucking get-go. There was no switcheroo. They could have made David not look like a fucking sketchy like opie grown head. up. Yeah, he looked like Ron Howard and just yeah, fucking creepy and gross. It's like you knew he was not going to be a good guy from the get-go. You knew his whole crew was fucking weird from the very beginning because they all dressed like they were from that um that what was what was the name of that podumentary that I did about the cult that was in Utah? Hmm. Oh, uh Keep Sweet and something. Keep Sweet. Yeah, Keep Sweet. They all look like they're from that creepy Jefferson Davis or whatever the fucking cult. Anyway, they could have built it up. They could have been like, no, this place is great, dude. This place is rad. It's so much fun here. Like, um, don't you love on. it? And what? then it could have been a big old switcheroo. What? Oh, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Kelsey, um, are yeah. we still not spoiling the game for Kelsey? Yeah, we're still not spoiling the game for Kelsey. <sighs> I have a question, but it will spoil the ending. That's all. So I will... You want Kelsey to take your earphones out for No, no, no. I'll just seconds? message you later or look it up. Um, don't worry about it. It's uh, all about you... the giraffes. Okay. <laughs> I think we will see the giraffes in the next because there was a shot in the preview for the next episode. I was like, wait a second. Giraffes? They've got a lot to pack in to episode nine. And dude, this is why I'm telling you they're not going to do all of game one. I've been telling you this from the beginning. Yes, they will. Dan looked it up. Oh, no. Okay, see? Okay, then here's my problem. Speaking of Dan, he was like, I'm going to give you a sweet video that you can put on YouTube. I'm going to stuff your box. Nope. He's been sick though. He's been sick this whole time. I don't think that's true. Why do you say that? Because I haven't talked to him at all, and I'm pretty sure that you can still make your thumbs work when you're sick. I don't know. I went pretty AFK when I was sick for two weeks. AFK. <laughs> Dude, I hope that Dan and Dan the man is out there doing well, and I hope that I hear from him soon. I hope that that is what's going on, but I fucking am worried about him because he's like making all these big promises and got my hopes so high up. Then he just fucked right off. Do you want me to make a video for you, Yef, to make up for it? You don't sound thrilled about it, so no, that's yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I don't want to make a video for you. I'm going to be on. I don't know what it would be. Then why the fuck did you offer? I don't know. I yeah. just want to make you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded really disappointed that your box was stuffed. I am so disappointed in my boxes and stuff. Man, it's a bummer. Do you know how much it stinks to just want your box stuffed and then not get stuffed? I understand. Trust me, I understand. Um, but back to The Last of Us. So you're saying that they are going to 
pack yeah, it. Definitely. Which, oh, by the way, do you know how long the last episode is going to be? No, but I'm going to guess it's going to be an hour and a half at least. 43 minutes. No. Uh, are you no. serious? 43 minutes is the season finale. Oh, then it's going to open with them getting to like Salt Lake City. And then it's game on. What? I don't know how they're going to. F- yeah, I don't know how they're going to pack all of that in. And by the way, the gay episode was an hour and a half uh, with Bill and what's what? That was an oh, hour and a half. Man. And their season finale is 43 minutes. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. They've done lost their damn minds. Mm-hmm. I think that this entire show is just going to be like a lesson in how to lose an audience. So what um, Copa Catania was saying, was telling Copa Cabana. I was like, Copa, because he hasn't Copa been watching Cabana. it. None of them have been watching it because they already knew that this was going to be a train wreck like we did, right? But we're doing the due diligence for them. So uh, They fucked up because reviewing this is doing very nice for EFE. <laughs> so um, what Copa was saying is I was saying like, hey, like at the rate they're going, because if they are going to fit all of game one into season one, then realistically, even with the fillers that they're pumping out and with the way they're choosing to work this story and this world, they've maybe got three seasons to go, right? And he's like, no, no, no. The way that season one so far is laid out is to see if they will A, retain an audience, and then they're not going to kill off Pedro. They're going to keep him on and drag it out for five to six seasons. No. He, okay, keep, this is a dude that worked in Hollywood. I don't care. A lot of people work in Hollywood and don't know what the fuck they're talking That's about. Fair. But the way, well, now that I think about it, like, because I was even saying, like, they're not going to kill Pedro off right away because yes, he, is, he is their moneymaker right now. Nobody cares about fuck. Bella They Ramsey. want Bella Ramsey to be their moneymaker. They don't care that Pedro may be their moneymaker. They want Bella Ramsey to be their moneymaker. They have proven to us that they don't give two shits what the audience wants. Why would you think that they'd start now? So are they going to kill him off at the beginning of this next episode he dies or? in no he dies in the game two pretty early yeah so he, he probably won't die this season but i mean they also have set it up for him to die because like i said his insides are all scrambled eggs right he just has heart palpitations when he gets nervous about losing ellie it wasn't that again <laughs> you're this being is, dramatic again, that's suddenly fucking gone by the way yeah, I know, right? He didn't get scared once this time. Yeah, he's just fucking stabbing people in kneecaps and what the fuck. And now all of his anxiety is gone over how to protect this girl. Are you serious? I really can't wait to see how this ends. And I really can't wait to see how season two goes to see if you're right. Because goddamn, you you get to berate me and be like, I fucking told you, bitch. You go back and listen to the record. I told you they wouldn't <laughs> kill that motherfucker. And I'll just be like, damn it, you're right. I'm sorry. I really don't think they're going... Because here, again... Like, they have deviated from the game quite a bit already, right? To do shit they want to do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But for the sake of keeping And an what audience, do they want to do? Send a message. And w- keeping the white male character alive, is that sending a message? But what if Joel becomes gay somehow? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a thought. <laughs> just saying maybe maybe Tess was a trainee (laughs) no they (laughs) the whole reason they killed Joel early on in the game in the second game is because Neil Cuckman was like we're going full bore woke and they wanted a strong female character lead 
and there is no well, literally and figuratively a strong hell yeah hell yeah <laughs> so i don't know why in the world you think that they would change that in this it tv is... adaptation where they are being as woke if not no they are being fantastically more woke the game the last of us is not woke the dlc is where it started it's purely to keep an audience. That's the only reason they will try to keep Pedro in. Nope. Think okay. Think about it this way. Oh God, what was the show I just had? Oh, okay, The Walking Dead. Okay, The Walking Dead. Daryl Dixon. Okay, let's face it. Daryl should have fucking died like four seasons in. Just the I way didn't. this dude's just fucking slinging a crossbow I, and nothing I, else. I didn't watch The Walking Dead. Oh, okay, that's fine. Okay. For context, okay, Daryl Dixon, who's the dude played by Norman Reedus, right? Who was the dude in uh, Death Stranding. Death Stranding. I know who he is. Okay. So they kept Norman Reedus's character in there, who is like a bumfuck hick, who literally, he doesn't fire like any guns. I think you see him with a gun like twice, but he just carries a crossbow around. And this guy probably should have died like at least four seasons in, like all uh-huh. the other major group characters did. But they kept him alive simply because... The female fans were so fucking crazy over Daryl Dixon that there were plans to boycott the show and even the set if they killed him. Have you seen the making of things, the HBO things after The Last of Us, where they have Neil Cuckman and the other little doofus who co-wrote this adaptation they don't play with him? It, uh, in Canada at all. Yeah. Oh, really? That's weird. No, I, you said you could YouTube it because you found it one time. But anyway, it's the two of them talking, and they're talking about how like we're not having. like joel save anybody like we we wanted to show he's like i saw episode three and i i saw it a hundred times while i was doing the editing and it still makes me cry you think that those two for one minute are going to keep pedro around just because the fans said joel is not saving anyone so that doesn't mean that they're going to keep him alive to be a savior of any kind that's not what i'm saying that's not what i'm pointing out what i'm pointing out is why would you think that they give two shit about what the audience because it's want. Pedro Pascal. That's the only reason. You're so wrong, and it makes me so mad that you don't see it. <laughs> Listen, if I'm wrong, you can rub it in. But if I'm right, I get to rub it I in think, hella hard. I think that they brought the audience in with Pedro, but I don't think that they intend to keep him around. He it's a classic bait and switch. Have you not noticed everything that Marvel's been doing, Star Wars has been doing, any of these big co- yes, things? I understand that, but like look at like, how hey, you hot see Pedro Thor? Pascal is right now. Pedro Pascal is a fucking moron. He is <laughs> a moron. Likes him. That's not the point. That's not the point I'm trying to make. Is Pedro Did you Pascal- say he's so hot? He's in a couple of shows. He's in a show where he never shows his fucking face, and he's in this. Who and cares about like Pedro Pascal? People no, like they him. don't. Who? Who? Weird, weird fangirls that like to. Call when we me talk about Chris Twitter. Hemsworth, we're all like he fucking rules. When we talk about uh, Superman, Henry Cavill, we're all like that guy fucking rules. If he was Joel, I might see your point. It's Pedro Pascal. No one cares. Man, if he were Joel, I'd have a totally different perspective on the show. I'd actually enjoy watching it. <laughs> right, because Henry Cavill's got some fucking power. Pedro Pascal balls. does not. He's got some balls. That's what I do that's like that we have this disagreement because it, it, it does make episode uh, season two. I'm going to be, well, I can't wait for season two only for, to find I out if am expecting killed. a musical cue. If you're right, by the way, like I'm really expecting you to go all out and rubbing it in my face. Uh, he's yeah, of course he's going. That's like the pivot. It's the whole point of the second game. What the fuck would it be about? If Joel doesn't die, 
him dying is what the second game is about because then Ellie goes on revenge after Abby. If that doesn't happen, the fuck are they doing? More filler episodes of gay couples that die. <laughs> Have you not thought about that? <laughs> no, like I've again, I've been my thinking is just like they'll drag it out because again, if drag this, what out? <laughs> okay, here's the other thing. If you just think of just from a like a Hollywood standpoint, right? Is the Last of Us on HBO is doing extremely well numbers wise, even if it, it is like I think it viewers. started that way. I think it's probably not but anymore. It, it's still clocking in a lot of regular viewers, even though it's lost a lot of people. Sure. So if a show can continue to keep those numbers up, even in the second season, they're going to try and do everything they can to keep the because that's money. Keep in mind as well. HBO is under Warner Brothers right now and uh -huh. Warner Brothers is hemorrhaging money. Keep in mind this, they might not attribute the show's success to Pedro Pascal. They might attribute it to the storytelling crafted by Cuckman and this other fucking doofus that I get to probably. see interviews with. So they would probably imagine that these guys know what they're doing. Let them just keep doing it. I am going to guarantee that they are not taking many notes from HBO on what they're going to do with their fucking pride and joy. This is Neil Cuckman's crown jewel this is his this is his fucking masterpiece there's no way that he will be baited into switching it because hbo fucking said so i will guarantee it's in writing that i'm he not gets saying hbo control. is saying anything all i'm saying is it's a fat paycheck if they can drag it out that's all you know what else is a fat paycheck that looks like they're working on part three of the last of us the game they are and that will be more material then as well is the other thing because it's it's a very interesting coincidence that amidst all the promotion for this show Neil Cockman suddenly says, like, oh, I don't want to do a third part. Oh, I've got a script for a third part. Oh, the third part might be. I'm I'm guaranteeing that probably in the next two years we'll get Last of Us Part Three. I bet you're 100 percent right, which is a sh I and again, Neil is also like still a what is he like? Does he own Naughty? No, he doesn't own Naughty Dog, but he's like up there, up there, up there at Naughty Dog. Lest yeah. we forget Uncharted, also Neil. Uncharted is done, by the way. Mm, you sure about that yeah they did announced you... that they're not making any more entries in the uncharted series did, did, well naughty dog is done with uncharted yes yeah sony's not done with uncharted who knows what will happen there i know i, I don't i don't know there. how the i don't know how the intellectual property rate w works there though i'm gonna bet you get a little bit of a royalty check any, okay, the point that I was trying to go to with there is that just The Last of Us isn't exactly the only income stream that Neil... First of all, The Last of Us is making him plenty of money. Mm -hmm. I think he's so beyond making a paycheck, he's he's clearly just pushing agendas, right? That's what he's doing. It's not him making the... It's everyone else making the paycheck. I'm going to guarantee you, he's got creative control over this, and he's going to do does. what he's going to do. But I'm also saying that there's probably a whole... I was just like, oh, he did so well with these games that sold so well. We're going to trust him. But hey, Neil, let's keep this going and as long as we can. The Last of Us 2 sold it intensely well. So why would they think that changing it would be a good idea? It's, it's a TV very simple. Show, that's why. Yeah, I'm blowing you up so many different ways. Just concede. <laughs> I'm not conceding because it's a TV show. Whenever a TV show does well, they want to milk the shit out of it. And the TV show is following the game pretty fucking closely. So why would you completely Even change? With all those filler episodes, it's still following it closely. Uh, one filler episode because Even the DLC the episode that we got. development that they've cut out, they're still following it closely. Yeah, they're hitting all the main plot points, yeah. Yeah, they're hitting all the main plot points without showing the viewer how they got to those plot points. 
by having Ellie get on top of a building and throw you down a ladder. What? I'm confused. That's that a lot of the game is you have to solve things by like sending Ellie up a ladder. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or like getting her down a box thing because she can't swim and all that shit. But well, anyway, I think that you're completely wrong. Um, I honestly, again, yeah, I'm just if you're right, that's fine. You can rub it. I in. will be but right. I'm just thinking if we look at kind of just like how every other good or I'm going to say good in quotation, right? Popular show has been doing over the last four or five years. Once it starts to do well, they really fucking milk it. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't surprise me if this was the instance where Neil Cockman was like, oh, I might have done this in the games. Ability to recraft the story my way with more of the message. And I the wouldn't. The game thus- was his way. Hold on. And then I therefore <laughs> would not be surprised if he recrafted this more to try and milk more out of it. Because let's face it, this guy loves being in the spotlight. I 100% hear what you're saying. Kelsey, let me tell you what the second game is. Joel is out on some sort of fucking patrol or whatever like that. He's okay. killed somebody along the way, and it was uh, Abby's dad, I believe. This I think girl, this also Abby, like five years or something after the event. This of Last girl, Abby, one. catches up with Joel, knocks him off his horse. He's unconscious. He's tied up in a room. She beats him to death with a golf club. Then Ellie finds out what Abby has done. And the entire second game is Ellie going after Abby to seek vengeance for Joel. It's the whole fucking game. So if Joel doesn't die, the fuck is season two about? Maybe. <laughs> maybe they'll come up with something else. Like maybe they'll make Ellie have a bond with a new girlfriend and her new girlfriend will die. And that will be her vengeance. Oh, yeah, because they haven't really bonded her to Joel much aside from this episode is the other thing. So that could be a possibility. I mean, I'm just throwing out another alternative Because we got, we got a peek of that Dina chick. I don't think that that's what's going to happen. I do think they're going to kill off Joel. Yeah, 100%. But uh, they will, just not yet is all I'm saying. No, it'll be like first episode or two. <laughs> He's going down. Yeah, we'll see. They did that in the game for like shock value too. And that's like, that's exactly what he wants. He wants it to be shocking that they killed off Pedro okay, Pascal. So if they made a Last of Us Part 3, what would the plot be then? I just don't know. Ellie doing something, I guess. Fuck if I care. I didn't play The Last of Us 2. Is she just <laughs> scissoring people in the yeah. third one? Is that yeah, it? Dude, you like... mass, ex- <laughs> mass X for scissor. Okay. All right. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I'm just I'm just saying. I think she, they'll try to She starts a gay bar in San Francisco. <laughs> and it's basically cheers. <laughs> oh, God. oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right, I I am though now excited to see like what is going to happen. I think that be, given that it's forty three minutes, we're definitely going to be on a strong cliffhanger. That's my prediction. Nope. Oh, but I am excited because here's another disagreement we have. I think it'll end exactly like how the game ended, and you don't, and we get to find out in less than a week. So at least that's cool. Whereas for season two, I don't remember two... how the game ended. That's what I was going to ask you, but I don't want it oh. spoiled for Kelsey. Well, I'll text it to you. Okay, thank you. All right. We've pontificated plenty. Thanks for showing up, guys. It's been fun. Yeah. Kelsey, you've been asleep for the last half hour. I don't know what you're talking about. I've been here. I just, you guys are on fire. I'm just letting y'all hash it out. <laughs> I do like um, that I can fight with Vex and it's not like, I hate you. I hate you too. Because I'm not a woman. That's why. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> where the hood, where the hood, where the hood at? <laughs> 